You're listening to Impact 89 FM's Horsepower Broadcast brought to you by Impact Sports. My name is Colin Jackson. Alongside me is Brooks Lambier. Brooks, how are you doing today? Good, Colin. How about you, man? I am doing good. It's a nice summer day here in Michigan, home of the fabulous Detroit Pistons. Uh, speaking of which, they made some great signings this summer. We talked about DJ Augustine, uh, Karan Butler, uh, Jody Meeks. How do you feel like they're going to work out this year? Uh, I feel like all three will be well. Uh, Karan Butler's on the older side, 34, as we talked about before. But, uh, you know, I think DJ Augustine can bring a lot to the table uh, coming off the bench or starting. Um, you do have Brandon Jennings, obviously, as the point guard position. So it'll be interesting to see what will happen with those two. And then Jody Meeks will be interesting because he's a more of a – Typical shooting guard, uh, you know, stand around the three-point line, make some shots for you. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how the Pistons will play this year. Yeah, definitely. I think part of uh, the benefit in bringing in the free agents from uh, better programs like the Bulls or the Thunder isn't just in the – you get better talent, but you also get a better mentality that comes with the players. Uh, Josh Smith mentioned, mentioned a while back that it wasn't entirely his fault that the Pistons weren't doing well. He was saying there's a losing atmosphere in Detroit. So do you really do you agree that maybe bringing someone like Karan Butler, who's played in OKC last year, uh, someone that played uh, someone that played in the Bulls, uh, do you think that's going to help at least? Yeah, of course. Uh, bring, bringing a player on that has played on a winning team and has uh, made it far in, in the playoffs. Um, Karan Butler with with Dallas, you know, he was a very good player with Dallas as well, and uh, you know he's a proven uh, guy that's been in the playoffs and he's made big shots throughout his career. Uh, you know he struggled. Uh, this is this is pr- the same Crom Butler with the Washington Wizards when they were struggling very much in the early two thousands. But uh, no, he's he's a proven player at thirty four. He's going to be a great help to some of the younger guys. And uh, yeah, of course, Augustine playing uh, with the Bulls last year. Uh, you know, have to fill in for Derrick Rose after he got injured last year. But uh, you know, uh, you know, he's been a proven player ever since he was in college at the University of Texas. So. Uh, it'll be interesting, like I said, to see how uh, these players help mold this team and how Stan Van Gundy wants to use them this year. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The stat that really stands out to me is Jody Meeks last year shooting 46%. Now, that is amazing for a team that has really just struggled hard with shooting in general. I mean, the current the top spot for point guard, Brandon Jennings, last year he shot 37%. Obviously, Josh Smith didn't really work out as the shooter that uh, Joe Dumars hoped for. Uh, what do you think is going to be the best asset, the biggest change in Detroit next year? Uh, I from I, from a shooting perspective, like you just talked about with Judy, Joe, bringing in Jody Meeks, just just all around better shooters because they were really more of a dribble drive team. They didn't really have anyone you can kind of kick the ball out to. I mean, Kyle Singler can hit the occasional three. Brandon Jennings, Brandon Jennings just kind of roams around and decides to shoot the ball whenever he pleases, and he doesn't really set his feet and spout up. He kind of just, you know, runs, jumps, and shoots. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be big. And then also like about Jody Meeks. When he was at Kentucky, he was a very good player as well under Billy Gillespie. He he was proven to hit big, uh, winning, uh, you know, big shots uh, at, at UK. So uh, it's great to bring in a player that played at an historic program like that and then obviously with the Lakers last year or last couple years. Uh, so yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this team does, uh, you know, shooting the ball wise and, you know, they're going to play through Andre Drummond. Uh, what's going to happen with Greg Monroe is Josh Smith going to post up a little more. Is he going to be the same old Josh Smith where they're going to take random threes and, you know, mm-hmm. random middle of the line jump shots. 
See, that's an interesting point because I think actually when you take away the three from Josh Smith, he's actually a usable player. I wish I had a little more uh, stats calculated out for you, but just seen. But the he's shot forty two percent last year, but his three point percentage was twenty six percent. That's just awful. So I really think if you take away the three from Josh Smith, it's he's going to improve immensely. And also, uh, Ricky last year, Contavious Caldwell Pope. He's he just coming off of a great summer league season. Uh, like we mentioned, bringing in Jody Meeks uh, to fight for to fight Brandon Jennings for the starting point guard position, um, bringing in uh, more guards. Uh, he's his job's not entirely secure in Detroit, so you definitely think he's going to improve. Um, led the summer league in scoring in Orlando, at least. Do you think he has a spot uh, potentially starting in this roster? I mean, it could be possible. Uh, but I kind of look at this from perspective as you brought in Jody Meeks, you brought in Pope, so now we're gonna have a competition. And that's what we need in Detroit. We've we haven't had we haven't had really a good bench, uh, you know, a good a good twelve man team, thirteen, fourteen, how many other guys you want to hold you know, want to carry on your team, usually it's twelve. But we haven't really had a good bench like that in years since you know they were contending for playoff and NBA championships. So the competition between Meeks and Caldwell Pope and, you know, Jennings and Augustine and, you know, uh Singler and Butler and uh, you know, throwing Will Bidem there with the point guards. It's it's gonna be good for this for this franchise and it's gonna be interesting, like I said before, how Stan Van Gundy's gonna approach this team and you know he's gonna he's obviously gonna be old Stan Van Gundy where he wants to be very controlling, uh, which is never a bad thing because this organization needs some structure after Larry Brown left and after everything else. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see what's gonna happen this season. Yeah, definitely a lot of focus going to be on the guards next season. But also last season it seems like the core of the team was Great Moreau, Andre Drummond, Josh Smith. So you mentioned how we're going to be less of just take it to the hoop and dunk it type of team, more of actual take, let's calculate it, smart shots that we can actually make. How do you think this is going to affect how Andre Drummond and the other two forwards play? Well, uh, uh, well, as far as Drummond, I mean, you want him to post up because he's 6'10". He can run the floor, which is always very nice. Uh, as far as Monroe, Monroe was always a good passer in, at Georgetown, and he's been proven in the NBA to be a really good passer. So I think you can. There's a lot to work off of that. Uh, you know, if you're gonna set high screens and you gotta have guys running off picks, you know, he's proven that he can hit hit the hit the guy in the chest and and the, for the guy to spot up and shoot the ball, whether it's from inside the three point arc or outside the three point arc. Uh, you know, as far as Smith, uh, like we like I said before, if he can use his you know, post up game a little better. It can improve it. Uh, it definitely adds something. Uh, it definitely clears up space in the middle. Uh, but like we said, it's gonna be like we kind of said, it's gonna be a little different because they're not gonna be a dribble drive and uh, go to the hoop team. They're gonna probably be a little more spread out, spread the floor, um, a little more balance and diversity. Definitely. And the other part of that is there's there's egos at play here too. Obviously, Greg Monroe is a restricted free agent right now. Uh, sources say he's gonna ask. He's he wants the max deal he can get. Uh, Josh Smith used to be in the big star in Atlanta, obviously coming into Detroit where he's not really that celebrated. It's a different, uh, type form. Andre Drummond right now, kind of being the golden child of the Pistons lineup. Do you feel like there's a room for all three of them next season? To start? Yeah, to start, even just to play, be st- still be there. Uh, I, I think they can start. I just think it's, like you said, egos have to be put out of the way. Uh, is Josh Smith willing to put his ego out of the way to maybe 
give up more minutes or uh, not or not necessarily maybe give up more minutes, but take less shots uh, to distribute the ball evenly. And that's why I said I think Stan Van Gundy is going to help balance that offense. Uh, some some players like Brandon Jennings and Smith shot way too much last year, and you know they really didn't move the ball around very very well at times, and it's just something that as a basketball team, if you watch the Spurs or any other great NBA team, even the Miami Heat, they're they're, uh, they're unselfish. They move the ball around. They make the defense work. And that's how you win games. And then also to defend as well. They have to improve on their team defense. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I just, so do you think that Josh Smith is still on the potential to be traded away? I know Stan Van kind of gave him his word that he'd be there in the fall do you think that's still a possibility, though, that they're still looking around? Maybe there's a team out there, still potentially the Kings. It could be possible. Uh, I think if they don't want to trade him now, what you do is you should wait until the trade deadline in the winter. And depending on where you are, if you're in contention, if you're out of contention, you know, if you're out of contention, get some draft picks for him. I'm sure someone's willing to give up a draft pick and, you know, a decent bench player or a. Uh, you may be an older veteran that can help you that's maybe got a couple years left. Uh, or if you're in contention, uh, give them away to a team that's just kind of on the line and uh, of making the playoffs, and you can get something good back in return for him. Same with Brandon Jennings. If you find that Augustine's playing better and Bynum's, who has always been a very good backup point guard for the Pistons uh, since he's been here, uh, you know, are, are just playing better than, than Jennings, and they're giving you more than Jennings can really give you. Uh, you know, from what he's really giving you the last couple of seasons. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, I I think the Smith is, like I said, the Smith thing is going to play it out. If they're in contention or if they're out of contention, I think he gets traded at the trade deadline in the wintertime. See, I think that, well, Stan Van, I think he's going to definitely more take a more nuanced approach to basketball than Joe Dumars did. That's a given, much more patient, much more defense-oriented. Uh, much more organized with the system. And I feel like he's going to find a way to make Josh Smith work in Detroit. I mean, there was a lot of speculation he wanted him out. I've heard he wanted him out the day he got there. And that could very well be true. But the fact of the matter is Stan Van stuck with Josh Smith. And it seems to me like he's going to just accept that and work around it, whether that's just placing a three-point ban on Smith, uh, only playing. He mentioned that the team works the best when there's only two big men in at once whether it's Greg Monroe and Drummond or Smith and Drummond. The key word there is Drummond. <laughs> but uh, I think it's going I think it's going to find someone to make it work and keep Smith in Detroit. Meanwhile, Jennings, though, on the other hand, especially with Meeks there and uh, Caldwell Pope improving, I definitely think that Brandon Jennings' time in Detroit could be very limited, definitely in the future. I'm um, just keeping going, though. Uh, so who do you think is going to be the starting lineup then about at the all-star break in Detroit? Oh, in the starting lineup, geez. Uh, you know, honestly, I think Augustine is a better point guard than Jennings. So I think by the time the all-star break hits, I think you're going to see a different transition. Uh, I'm going to go, you're going to see Augustine at the the point guard. I'm going to go Jennings at the two because he's really more of a two guy because, because he's, you know, he, his passing skills are not terrible, but I feel like Augustine's just a better one in general. He's just proven he can pass the ball, he can shoot the ball, he can drive. Uh, he runs the he's always run offense very well when he was in Charlotte, Indiana, uh, you know, Chicago for last year. 
Uh, so I'll say Augustine at the one, Jennings at the two, Singler at the three, uh, at the four I'll go Monroe, and at the five I'll go Drummond. And yeah, I know, I know Josh Smith is your highest paid player, but I think Monroe is a lot better player than than Smith is. Mm-hmm. See, I think that it's going to be pretty similar to what it is now with Drummond, Smith, and Moreau starting still. I think that Jody Meeks will be the starting shooting guard over Caldwell Pope still. And like I pretty much just agree with you. DJ Augustine is a better player than Brandon Jennings. Personally, I wish they never traded Brandon Knight away, but uh, I think DJ Augustine will definitely take the starting point guard position away at the All-Star break. Uh, and speaking of which, or not speaking of which, but just speaking of past Detroit players, uh, we lost Rodney Stuckey due to free agency and Charlie Villanueva. And do you think Detroit fans should miss these two people? No, because Charlie Villanueva didn't really do much of anything for us. Uh, we overpaid for him, and I don't know why Joe, Joe Dumars made that move. It's, you know, who knows. And then Rodney Stuckey was would show up for you half the time he, you know he was just so inconsistent he wasn't a t- he's not an awful player i i think he just wasn't in the right system that really fit his style it was he seems like a more structured point guard he, he can pass the ball he 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 improved his shot he can definitely drive to the hole cuz he'd always drive to the hole every every single mm-hmm. chance he got uh, you know i think indiana's a lot better fit for him uh especially after losing uh Lance Stevenson the Pacers lost Lance Stevenson free agency uh so I think there's better things ahead for Rodney Stuckey than in a Pistons uniform yeah I definitely think so too I mean he wasn't a bad player it's just his shooting left a lot to be desired especially from beyond the arc uh shooting just on shooting about 29 percent from beyond the arc which isn't which is not where you want your point guard to be I guess obviously he could take it to the hoop and he very well did as far as Charlie V goes, Charlie V, he really didn't do much. He was the second highest played player on the roster, which made no sense to me considering he was starting he was like he wasn't even a starter. So how are you gonna put your third highest your second highest paid player above the people that actually win games for you, like uh Andre Drummond or Greg Monroe? You know, it just doesn't seem like it's good motivation for them. Obviously, he's still playing off their first contracts, but still, it's not good motivation. And then Josh Smith comes in, making $13.5 million, and then this doesn't do much. Yeah, uh, like I said, I think it's... I, some of these players have to be in a system that fits them. I, I really think when you look at a lot of NBA players, they really kind of just go for the money at times, um, rather than wanting to be in a, at a team that really fits their style. I, a lot of NBA players also want to be like the stars of the team you know Carmelo staying in New York getting all that money uh he wants to be the star of the team uh I mean LeBron James is a little different because he probably feels a little uh, wants a little redemption for what he did in Cleveland but uh I think I feel like Josh Smith came to Detroit thinking that I'm gonna be the big guy that's gonna you know get the ball all the time and you know, we have some of these secondary, not so much has-beens or never was players, but just kind of average players uh, that he thinks in his mind uh, that are just not as good as he is. And, you know, he's he's been proved. He, he did a couple of things for the Atlanta Hawks. You know, they made the playoffs a couple of years, but it, it just doesn't seem like he's in a in a system that fits him. So, like I said earlier, I think they need to give him away at the, the winter trade deadline. Fair enough, fair enough. 
So before we get out of here, this is the big question. You know it's on Stan Van's mind, whether he admits it or not. Like you said, Josh Smith may be very well traded away at the deadline, which leaves Greg Monroe's future in Detroit. He's a restricted free agent. Uh, he hasn't really taken – he says he wants a max contract, supposedly. Uh, hasn't really taken the steps towards that. His manager, um, people have called crazy, I've heard. What do you think is really going to be his position at the start of the season? Well, I think if he looks at this long-term, if if Monroe looks at this in a long-term decision, I mean, he's only 24, and he could probably get a decent contract from Detroit if he wants to stay, and hopefully Detroit does something with Smith, meaning give him away or give some, or maybe Smith restructures a contract to take less money. Probably not. Probably have to give him away. But I think they have something here with, Drummond, Smith, you bring in Augustine, as I said, who's 26, and then you have Jody Meeks, who's, uh, I think he's 26 as well, or 20, he's in his mid-20s. You have something going here, and then with Kyle Singler. uh, So right now, if you really think about it, Kyle Singler is probably more of a bench player on most teams, and then Meeks obviously could be a starter bench player, Augustine's a starter. So you've got a little mix here. So if you look, if I if I look to the future and I was Greg Monroe, I'd be like, we have something here. Why not stay? Maybe take a three, two, three-year contract. Let's see where it goes. You know, I'll only be 27 if I do a three-year contract. And then, you know, if I don't like it, you know, he's still in his prime. He can go play for someone else. See, the way I see it is, yes, Greg Monroe could go, but I think he really should stay. It'd be mutually beneficial, though. Obviously, because... They do have something here they're building that could be very good in Detroit. And also, from Stan Van's perspective, who is Detroit really going to replace them with? Jonas Derebko, Tony Mitchell? I mean, they just played minutes last season. Um, Not really the biggest impact in the league. So you got to really either focus what we got of him or we got to find someone to replace him or we just got to really focus on building these guys up. And with the folk, Stan Van's been good with big men before. Uh... Dwight Howard back in Orlando, but is he really going to take the time, though, for this? Meanwhile, he still has to fix Josh Smith, still deal with all these guards situation. Does he really have the ability? Well, I mean, could be possible. I mean, he he's, like I said, he's very structured. He knows what he wants, and it's good to have a coach that knows what he wants so he can get out and get those players and start you know building the team his way and, and hopefully bringing this Detroit Pistons team back to – to a, uh, a representable status, uh, just because we we haven't really been very um very uh I guess well represented in the Eastern Conference <laughs> in a lot of years. So yeah, definitely. Well, thank you again, Brooks, for joining me today. Uh, thanks for listening. For more information on the Pistons, you can go to impact89fm.org/sports for all your other MSU sports needs as well. My name is Colin, and thanks for listening. Thanks, Colin.